0: Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at Highland.com.
1: France won the first game against New Zealand. I think that sets the tone. I think that the best team in the world I'm gonna to go to Ireland. I'm gonna get off the fence once and for all. This is our best chance. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB G-A-A. And you're welcome back to Off the Ball Saturday here on News Talk. John Duggan with you through to five. Now tomorrow, Ballyhale Shamrocks of Kilkenny meet Antrims Dunloy in the AIB All Ireland Senior Club Hurling Championship final. Ballyhale are the most successful hurling club in the history of the game. They've won eight All Ireland's and five of those winning teams on them was the former Hurler of the Year, Michael Fenley, who's now retired. Michael, how are you keeping? Good, John. Very good, no? Great to see it and talk to you. And it's fair to say that, Michael, since you've been a child, you've been steeped in this hurling game with Hell.
0: Yeah, I suppose it's probably anything and everything that we knew, John. From a young age growing up, hurling was part and parcel of life. Um, everything revolved around hurling, I suppose, uh, in terms of school, club and home. Um, I have five other siblings there, and they all played hurling as well in camogie-like, so... So, yeah, it's just a, just a big part of life, really, and uh, very enjoyable.
1: Is it a cliche, like any small parish, uh, Ballyhale, Michael, that it's the post office, the pub, the shop and the, the church?
0: Yeah, w- without a doubt. like That's what it was back then. And, and I suppose we had three parishes that came together in, in the 70s um, to form one club. And uh, we we had Knock Mylan, um, Ballyhale and Knock so all those areas, very small, Um, you know, a pub, a, a post office, a shop, as you said. Now, again, a lot more happening back then than there is now in the villages, unfortunately, um, with the bypass. And, and I suppose people maybe not living in, in, in the area as much. But, um, but no, look, everything revolved around hurling matches, schools, matches, you name it. Like, you know, so, uh, you know, it was great times. And. I suppose we owe a debt of gratitude, I think, in one way to the people who formed the club back in the 70s, those volunteers, uh, the the players back then, that generation who, you know, won the bones of maybe nine uh, county finals, I think eight, nine county finals, and they won three Club All Ireland. So they put very much Ballyhale Shamrocks on the map, and um, I suppose they set the benchmark for for the next generation.
1: How much of a help was it having Henry Shefflin in the dressing room when you were a young lad and and breaking your way onto the senior team with Ballyhale?
0: Ah, yeah. Look, Henry. I suppose um, if you go back to even oh four four there, like you know, you in the dressing room with Henry alone, like and just hearing what he's saying, and I suppose what he was learning in, in Wiki Kenny too, and bringing it back himself. And Aidan Cummins would have been on the panel as well, and they're probably bringing back knowledge and and, uh, and that back to to the team, to the group. Um, and Henry, look, Henry, very passionate, uh, inspiration, inspirational uh, player, um, very good at talking, speaking, and very much a big leader, I suppose, on the field for us. Like you know, and to be fair to Henry probably a lot of pressure on him personally, a lot of expectation from, from from himself probably and from probably teammates and and supporters. But, you know, I, I think he took that very well and, um, and would have very much brought people in, into the game as well in games. Like, you know, a lot of times we can go quiet in games, but to be fair, he always tried to bring guys in, like, you know, and get them involved in the game and, and drag the thing on.
1: You won five irelands 0-7, 10, 15, 19, 20. What was the most satisfying of the victories for you then, Michael, with Ballyhill?
0: Um, very hard to pick out one, John, in, in one way. I think um, the first is is lovely. I think the first in everything is lovely, whatever yeah. it is, to be honest. I think everyone can um, share those experiences as well because it, it's completely new. Uh, I remember going on that uh, journey um, for the 2007 one, like we were going to different parts of the country, and just the whole club were coming, and there was just a huge um, energy and atmosphere, and and you know just enjoying every game, and uh, everyone everyone coming with us. Um, I suppose winning the first one again, yeah, um, against Loughrea, the Galloway team um, was 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 nice, and to do it in Crow Park, and to get your first one. But again, like the Portsumner one was in 2010, they, they gave us a good trim in the year previous in the semi final um you know th- that was definitely something that drove me and the team I think in 2009 when we when we lost that semi-final we lost it badly to be honest we didn't perform at all and I think we got caught up in the hype and ca- caught up in you know their county players and our county players and this is the biggest game and I just recall in a me- in a, in a media and a kind of a media day that we had and I just even recall like, I was getting probably distracted with all of it too to be honest you know so that was very disappointing that game Portumna deserving winners. Um, you know they had their homework done and they, they came out all guns blazing. But to get back to the Ireland in 2010, I suppose Portumna going for three in a row. They were hot favourites and, and genuinely going into the game, I would have said it's either going to be a tight game or Portumna could could be as well. Like you know, that was the respect I suppose and outlook that we had. We knew Portumna were a serious outfit, um, but thankfully I suppose we all stood up that day and you know we, we 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 took the game to them and we came out winners then and probably comfortable enough maybe in the end.
1: You were in that four in a row winning team of 06-09. Michael, how did Cullcanny help Ballyhale, and how did Ballyhale help Kilkenny, as it were?
0: Yeah. So look, my um, uh, that time was very healthy, I suppose, in terms of yeah the success that we had. And as I said, I was quite young and shy, and we had um, a few more players there. One read as well. TJ was coming on the scene maybe in oh seven oh eight. So all young players there within Ballyhale. There was a good crowd and good chunk of us there that came through together. Plenty of energy plenty talent and I think that helped coming back I suppose from the county into the club scene that we were coming back and probably trying to bring train to a higher level and come back with energy and I suppose personally myself I was in and out of those teams during that time and I suppose the second you know the second Kenny you know I recall even been in the shower in, one, in 2008 maybe I think in the shower saying to myself you know, I didn't get on that day. I, I, I had a broken skate fight for three or four months in a cast for most of the year. And I would not play anything in that game. I remember sending myself back in train now in a couple of days. And I'm going to really hit hard. And I had to prove myself, I suppose, to get myself back in onto the panel for the following year for Kenny. So there was a couple of targets there that I had to prove myself in, in the club side of things to drive that. And also, I suppose, try and get picked maybe for the following year. Um, so you need that energy energy coming back to the club, like you know, and it's expected. Club club boys have been training all year long, and they want to lift when you come back. And I suppose being that young, I think that that adds to it.
1: There must be some um, light along the way as well, some good moments, some uh, funny days. Uh, you're traveling with your 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 neighbours and your friends to to matches. You, I'm sure you have got some characters in the club. Every club has got a character.
0: Yeah, look, oh God, there's plenty of stories and, and moments and I suppose that that's what keeps us going and the the social side of things. Um, and look, there's, there's a number of stories, like another one probably after celebrating, after 2012, I think, county final. Um, I think we'd lost maybe 2011 from memory, county final, and, and we got back to 2012 to beat Dixborough. And I remember being in Chef's Pub and Joey Holland was up on, on one of the tables and um and essentially, he's up there dancing, and I was kind of down underneath him, and I kind of had my hands out, waiting for waiting for him to jump. And uh, and Joey decides to jump, but completely misses the distance from where I was into where he was, and completely uh, skews it by going over my head, head first into the concrete. And sure, everyone was trying to scramble, pick pick him up to see was he all right, was he dead, uh, was his, his head opened up, you know, but sure. Joy being Joy, a bear that's scratching his nose, maybe. Um, so I look, there's plenty of stories, hard to go through them all, but yeah. great times, great celebrations. And, and yeah, look important, important to probably celebrate and enjoy him.
1: Was it strange having Henry then on the sideline? Did he have to put a bit of distance between himself and, and you guys because you were teammates and you soldiered together and now he's managing and picking the team?
0: Um, not, not so much. I think like, you know, Mr. Henry probably had that kind of relationship that didn't really need to change. Um, you know, there's was probably a couple of years between us. The two was probably a fairly, fairly straight minded in terms of, you know, what we want to do in terms of competing success. Um, you know, very focused on that side of things, I think like, so when he went from the kind of the player side of things to, to the manager, it didn't overly, um, to, differentiate, to be honest and, and uh, I was captain at the time as well so I suppose we were our relationship was probably even nearly closer again in terms of what's happening and just giving feedback maybe at times um, but, uh, but no it, it, that didn't change now if I go back to maybe Derek Ling becoming a selector with Kenny uh, and myself as a player so Derek was a former player with Kenny and I would have played with him and then he became a selector now definitely I, I felt a, a gap I suppose in terms of relationship there and closeness because now Derek is obviously in the management team and again, I suppose probably a bit more serious in terms of intercounty county side of things. Um, I, I was in my last, you know, two or three years with Henry, to be honest, you know. So just different times, I suppose, more than anything. Um, but just in terms of Ballet that, Hill, that didn't really change.
1: What I'm always interested with the GA, Michael, is how it's woven into the fabric of a community. And Body Shamrocks have experienced um, a fair share of pain and tragedy in recent years.
0: Yeah, John, yeah. Unfortunately, like, you know, we've had just uh, a number of of accidents, that's that's what they are, like car accidents, uh, mobile road accidents. I should say. In some cases, um, you know, the, the the latest one was losing Paul Shefflin um, in March uh, as of last year. And uh, yeah, I think that that you know hit a nerve with a lot of people and just kind of um, set people back nearly in one way in terms of losing someone at that age and, and how it happened, you know, um, and just the shock of it. Um. So, like, you know, losing Paul to the club um, was it was a huge loss. Like, again, and he'd be very much a fellow who was involved in everything. He'd be involved in lotto, involved in soccer, involved in poker, darts—you name it. Like, you know, um, all around a guy. Like, you know, who just you know loved the social side of things and being around people. I suppose leaving a wife and four kids as well. Like, you know, it, it was a heavy. A heavy time, I think for everyone um and, and that's okay I said a long time to try and make sense of that, I suppose, and even till this day, I suppose his, his name is still brought up in conversations uh, consistently, like in terms of what he would have done or thinking about stories or memories of Paul like you know so um and obviously we've had players and I've had a lost parents as well recently enough as well, so uh, look every club has their losses uh, unfortunately, for ours. It, it just has been a lot over the last five years, and I suppose in my last two years, John, when I was captain in Valley Hill, um, when we lost uh, two boys on dial um, in Eugene um in the two different years. Like, I suppose for us to focus back then was just to bring a bit of peace or a bit of enjoyment back to the club, to their families, to keep the journey going, um, that they have a match to go to, especially in the wintertime when, when nights are dark, there's nowhere to go. So I think that was a drive for us. Like the silverware wasn't didn't even come into it and that that's to has been honest. And I was kinda of happy to hear that hasn't changed. Like, you know, and I heard one or two interviews from Vice lately, and it's the exact same, just doing it for family, uh, doing it for friends, doing it for the community. And and that but that may take the sorry, that possibly takes the pressure out of the, the success or the silverware, like, you know, when you focus more on kind of life or death, and happiness and sadness, you know, it's a it's a different kind of a target or a different goal or a different drive.
1: Yeah, Owen and Eugene uh, lost their lives in road accidents. What do you remember about Owen? Owen Doyle, yes.
0: Owen was, um, you know, a, a character. Uh, to be honest, probably strong, strong personality, and uh, would have played on a junior team and, and part of our senior team. Um, I, I know he was probably big into bikes and cars and stuff as well, and uh, just just a, probably a character again. I know his sister probably Claude a, a bit better. Um, and, you know, their family again steeped in Camogie and within the club as well. Um, So, you know, I recall in that last, you know, even though it's the last few days before his accident, like, you know, we're down water for training, you know, a few weeks before that, we're in Ballyhale training and I recall him doing, uh, like he was, he was actually come back from um, a serious injury, John. I think it could have been even an ACL at this time. Like so, put in a huge amount of work to get back to training w- with the senior team, you know, and that alone is very hard to do, especially at club level when you don't have the resources around you. So uh, he was very much hoping, I suppose, yeah, to try and make a you know a stab trying to break into the senior team. No doubt that year, like, and just unfortunately, yeah, I got caught in a in a, in a motor uh, incident. And Eugene as
1: well, yeah. Very, very sad.
0: eugene yeah okay and a, a bigger character i suppose you could say about eugene um heart of the party uh, again like eugene would have been younger again and i probably wouldn't have known him like you know some of my cousins would have been very friendly with him um but just a character like you know he liked his, his, his few bottles of cider um big hearty laugh like you know and, and probably you know lads would look at him as a, as a big bear a big cuddly bear and that's why he was um, huge skill levels. Now, this fella, like, you know, I, I, he was, uh, he's coming from the Elward side, side and um, and just, you know, really strong wrists, good wrists. Like, you know, he'd have, you know, he'd be, I'd say more skillful than myself, no doubt, like in terms of the uh, the first touch and that like, so um, he's a big fella, like naturally big, like, you know, he would have been a serious rugby player if he had to go down that route, I think, because he, he was naturally big and strong,
1: um, but great wrists on him. Must have made the dressing room quite a sacred place because you're all dealing with grief in your own way, and there's no wrong way to process grief, Michael, and then you've got to remember the lads, and y- and you're doing it for yourselves, but you're also doing it in their memory as well, you know?
0: Yeah, no, without, without a doubt. Like, it's, um, I think it brings the group tighter together, and at those times, like, you know, I think possibly even both of those times, that our, sorry, the second, with, with Eugene, I think we were going into, um, we had to we had to call off our quarter final against Clara at senior level, Um um and again to fair play to Clara for, for um uh, so helping helping us with that and playing it the following week. But essentially like lads had to had to take a bit of time out and um to mourn and that like, you know, and we, we we played that game the following week. I I think we, we might have met John maybe just for a chat or something, like we didn't train in the two weeks or anything. And uh, and we got over the line against Clara and I suppose and the thing kind of just domino effect from there, like, but the partner like Henry was over to that time and Henry probably would have been able to been able to understand the kind of uh, the mood and that like, and just, you know, you have to take a step back and there is more important things in life. And then sport then can help with that. I think as well.
1: How did the GA community rally around your club in the last while? Because you mentioned Paul there, and that was a very shocking sudden news. And, you know, you, I, I think I read a story that everybody was invited to a game at Croke Park and everything, and it, the GA sometimes get a, gets a bit of a criticism for for various different reasons. But it is good as a community, as an organisation of of supporting each other when these things happen.
0: I know. Look, it's it's normal, John. We all complain, and look, it normally it's fixtures to be honest. What we complain about, and I don't know, is there. Um is there an answer to all of it? And, and there's never going to be a perfect uh, organization, but the GA in terms of um, the positives of what it does for communities, for parishes, for people is unbelievable how, how people come together and come from all over the country, uh, especially like, our know, Paul's obviously um, is, is, was well known. His brother, obviously Henry well known and people would have came from all over the country to pay their respects. Um, you know, so, so yeah, no, it's it's um, you know doing the guard of honors, the jerseys, um, you know all that kind of stuff. Like the identity of the club, like is you know it really comes out. I think during those moments, during those tough times, and um, and I don't I don't know where we would be w- without it. To be honest, you know it's a big part of Ireland, big part of our DNA, and um, and you know long may it be there forever. Like you know and, and it's important. And uh, I think maybe sometimes we probably do need to take take a step back from it, like and just look at the positives and, and maybe not focusing on the negatives. So are you uh,
1: feeling a bit strange about going to a, an all Ireland uh, final and not being in the in the team and not captaining the side? Are you talking to Colin much this week?
0: Um I was probably chatting to him last week now. And again, it'd be probably brief enough chats. I, I don't want to be getting into too much conversation to be honest yeah. about it. That that's how I would have been as a player. And um and I know Colin as well, like so um so yeah, no, just brief chats more than anything, catching up with some of the cousins there lately as well on the team. Um and yeah, I would, I'd, I'd rarely talk about the hurting side of it. I might just ask one question with how we're getting on and that would be it, to be honest. I wouldn't be looking for information or anything or what's happening. It just, uh, I just want to leave them be really more than anything and just leave them focus on themselves. Um, is it strange not being up there? Um, I, I think I'm getting more used to it, uh, to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, when I did finish up at the club it probably was the right time to go because my body just, look, Look, I'd end up with knee replacements very quickly. I'd end up my body being in absolute bits. There's no enjoyment in that. You, you need to have some sort of health in terms of your life and, and be somewhat pain-free for, for as long as you can. So, I think I called it, the time I called it was the right time. The boys had gone on to, you know, to win five-in-a-row club and, not now, now they going for, you know, another club all Ireland like but um but for me I have a number of those medals to be honest. And another one wouldn't give me that much satisfaction, to be honest, John. That that's the truth of it. I think the enjoyment of training and that was just too hard in terms of the body, the pain. Um and you know, I, I've done enough and thankfully, you know, I played up to maybe 35, 36 or something like you know. So very fortunate to, to play
1: that long and uh, to win as much silverware as I did. And it's Dunloy tomorrow uh, in the All Ireland final. What do you doing now, Michael? Obviously, you were you were managing athlete there for a while, and are you involved in lecturing now?
0: Yeah, so just even just even on the Dunloy side of things, you know, I'll be very familiar with Conan Cunning there and the Elliot and uh, Keelan Malloy. Like, there these guys are top end hurlers. Um, it's not surprising that they did beat St Thomas's. You know, a very strong St Thomas's team, and also um, beating uh, Schlot Neil on the way as well. Like, so. Uh, like Kiela Malai is a top top end player, um, you know, plays midfield normally for Antrim, and they play half forward and can bang over five or six points quite easily, and then obviously cunning inside and Elliot are, are quite fast and pacey, like you know. So I, I think it's going to be a very good game. And look, I think for the GA in general and hurling in general, it's great to have a, a team in, from Antrim uh, involved as well. And I think the more awareness that we can create around that side of things and and the whole Casement Park situation like that needs to. That needs to start happening a lot more quicker. Um, Lecturing, yes, lecturing, lecturing away here in TUS. We have a new course coming, John, actually in September in um, applied applied science in uh, performance technology. Um, So again, it's uh, coexisting with our current strength and conditioning uh, course as well. So things are good. Like that space is growing massively. Uh, There's huge demand for strength and conditioning coaches out there at the moment with schools with teams um i think people are appreciating i suppose that role a lot more now as well and obviously the technology and data side of things like that's growing hugely as well so we have all this information we have all this information now now we need people to read it um, and understand it and try and i suppose help, help that um apply to training and, and apply to improving performance
1: is that the goal now for the next few years to stay in that space for you michael
0: yeah i i think so i think i'm enjoying the lecture side of things um I'm currently just finishing off my PhD as well at the moment. Now I've probably been saying that for the last six months, seven months, and I still haven't got it over the line yet. But I'm hoping to, to get it over the line in the, in the coming two months, maybe. And that's in leadership and management. Um, so I think that will hopefully add value, uh, I suppose, to anything that I do, um, whether it's sport or whether it's kind of on the the business or lecturing side of things. And, and yeah, look, i probably you know I'll probably dabble a small bit with teams over the next. Uh, in, in this year, without a doubt, John. I'll do a few small bits here and there, but just family life is busy. We're, we're expecting in May now again with, with our third child, so I think sometimes you have to maybe take a step back and, and not take on
1: too much. Michael finally, the best look to both tomorrow, your own club, and to Dunloy. Thanks so much for speaking to Off The Ball Saturday here on News Talk and the best look now with the lecturing and with the new arrival this year. Cheers, John. Thanks very much. France win the first game against New Zealand. I think that sets the town. I think they're the best team in the world. I'm going to go Ireland. I'm going to get off the fence once and for all. This is our best shot. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now.